Hello, welcome to the midweek message for Mana Christian Ohana. My name is Ray Flores. I look forward to sharing with you today. Let's start with prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just want to give you all the thanks, all the praise, all the glory. As uh, we're just coming off of uh, Resurrection Sunday and uh, the fact that uh, you've conquered death, you've defeated the grave, and you've come... Uh, to set us free, Lord. So we just want to, uh, again, give you thanks, glory, honor, praise. Let this uh, message going forward be of your spirit, Father, and that it would um, help us along our walk, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So yes, this past Sunday was Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. Christians throughout the world celebrating Jesus' conquering of the grave. Uh, this is the most important event in human history. I was kind of talking to Kahu about, uh, you know, bigger than the Super Bowl, the World Cup, the Masters, the Final Four, the NBA Finals. It's bigger than that, all wrapped in one, up in one. And, uh, We're going to go ahead and start with um, the verse in 1 Corinthians 15, 3 through 8. And so it says, For what I receive, I pass on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Now, this was prophesied in Isaiah 53, 5. Uh, so that's the Old Testament. And it says, but I was pierced, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. So uh, back to Corinthians uh, verse four. That he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas and then the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. So verse five uh, in Paul's letter to the Corinthians, he tells us about all the witnesses to the resurrection. He appeared to more than 500 brothers and sisters at the same time. You know, this is an historical event. So if this is going to a court of law, you got 500 witnesses saying, yeah, I saw Jesus. And uh, finally, verse 8 in uh, Corinthians. Uh, and the last of all, he appeared to me also to be one abnormally born. Paul tells us about uh, being abnormally born. And we can read about that in the book of Acts. So Acts 9, 3 through 6. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. In verse 6, now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. I think we're kind of like Paul in being abnormally born. We, we didn't have the benefit of seeing uh, Jesus walk the earth or or sit firsthand at his feet. And uh, 
because of that, I think our faith is uh, really great to uh, to believe and be abnormally born, such as Paul was. Maybe maybe even more abnormally born. Um, so let's turn to First Corinthians fifteen, fourteen, and fifteen. And Christ, and if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. More than that, we are then found to be false witnesses about God. For we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead, but he did not raise him if, in fact, the dead are not raised. So, the bodily resurrection of Christ is the center of the Christian faith. Because he rose from the dead, as he promised, we know that what he said is true and that he is God. The resurrection confirms the truthfulness of Jesus' life and words. The the resurrection confirms Jesus' unique authority to say, and we see that, right here, John 11, verse 25, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. My question for you today is what's keeping you from selling out to the Lord? Number one, are you angry at God? Has something happened to you that left a deep hurt and you're blaming God? This can go really deep. Jeremiah 29:11 says for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future number 2 are you suffering from an addiction this could be a number of things search your heart you know yourself better than anybody else Matthew 11:28-29 tells us come to me all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gem- gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. These are uh, red letters in your red letter Bible. That's what Jesus tells us. Number three, are you ashamed of yourself or have you intentionally or unintentionally hurt somebody maybe you don't feel worthy and i know for myself sometimes i don't feel worthy and then i got to remember it is his grace not my worthiness that saved me um if it were up to my my own uh, doing uh, it, it wouldn't happen so it's it's all about grace you can't knock on a door knock on enough doors hand out enough cards you can't do enough to earn your way into the kingdom. It's by his grace. Uh, Can I get an amen? Okay. In Luke 4, verse 18, Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Uh, These three things I just outlined can be called hurt, hangups, and habits. But Jesus has come to deliver us from all of this and to give us so much more than we can ever imagine. We just celebrated Resurrection Sunday. 
the Super Bowl of Super Bowls, the uh, Final Four of Final Fours, you know, the World Cup of World Cups. This is our all in all, and we just celebrate it. Um, it's time to give praise to the Lord. Brothers and sisters, he's alive. The tomb is empty. The wages of sin is death. And death has been conquered. Uh, God hates sin, but he loves us sinners. That's why he sent his son, so that we may have life and life to the full. The word says, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and I will sit down with him and he with me. Whatever's holding you back, it's time to give it up to God. God loves you more than you know. We have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Be blessed and may the joy of the Lord be upon you.